please pray with me. God of grace, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. I have some particular convictions about how God calls people, both individuals and communities. My convictions are not unique to me, but they are very deep in me. One thing any person does when she or he is in the process to become a pastor, one thing I did in this process was to tell the story of my call to ministry over and over again over the period of about seven years, over and over again. In the course of telling the story of my call to ministry, to pastors and mentors and ordaining bodies, I learned that my story is a little bit different from many people's stories. Now, every person's story is unique to an extent, but there are also a lot of common themes you hear. So call stories are individual, but they're not entirely unique. There are common themes. The thing that's a little bit different about my story is that it doesn't start with a call from God at all. Instead of starting with hearing a call, my story starts with the moment I became utterly convinced that God has a claim upon my life. I didn't come up with that idea. I learned it in confirmation class. In confirmation class, I was taught that God has a claim upon my life, and I believed it. I still do. I believe that I and every person belong to God, and that God asks something of us. This really is the foundation of a theology of stewardship, that God has a claim upon our lives that we belong to God, and that God asks something of us. The link between God's claim upon our lives and God's call to us is then figuring out what in particular God asks of us. That is our call. If you have been in this church for a while, and if you've been paying attention or have a good memory, uh, then you've probably heard me say that faith always has both an individual and a communal dimension to it. It's something I say somewhat frequently. Faith is always deeply personal. It has a strong individual dimension that is about the relationship between me and God, the relationship between you and God. But God calls communities into being also. So much of what we say about how God relates to individuals also applies about how God relates to communities, and particularly the church. My conviction that God has a claim upon our lives definitely applies to the church as well as to individuals. I believe that God, who is the creator, has created Davis United Methodist Church to be the community we are. And as our creator, God has a claim upon our lives, our shared life as a church community. We belong to God, and God asks something of us. 
Scripture tells us that we are created in the image of God. We are all created in the image of God. Each individual human is created in the image of God, and church communities also are created in the image of God. We are created in the image of God, but none of us are everything that God is. Instead, we tend to reflect particular characteristics of God, particular aspects of God's image. I think this is what the Bible is getting at when it talks about spiritual gifts. It's an acknowledgement that each of us has some particular gifts and that none of us have all the gifts. Scripture tells us that we are created in the image of God. Because we are created in the image of God, there are ways that the character and concerns of the Davis United Methodist Church reflect God's own character and God's own concerns. The elements of Davis UMC's character are like our spiritual gifts, the characteristics that God has shaped most strongly, most particularly in this particular church community at this time in this place. And we as a community know who we are. We know which characteristics God has most strongly shaped in us. We are spirit-filled. We are welcoming and affirming. We are service and justice oriented. Let me say that again. We are spirit-filled. We are welcoming and affirming. We are service and justice oriented. This picture of who we are is not a picture that I, as the pastor, have painted. This picture emerges from interviews we conducted with you two years ago, with 116 people who are a part of this church community. And what emerged from these interviews is a very clear picture. It's not blurry or muddied or confusing. The answers are so consistent. The experience of these three characteristics so widespread that it paints a very clear picture of the characteristics God has most particularly shaped in the Davis United Methodist Church. And this will be a little bit different from the characteristics that God has most particularly shaped in other church communities. This church has been working through a process of self-examination and study and visioning over the past few years, growing in slow and steady stages. We have been calling it pathway because we are both creating and traveling a pathway into this church's future. The interviews I mentioned were part of this process. Along the way, we have also spent time studying the nature and purpose of church. We have worked together to examine and play with the picture of this church that has emerged from the interviews. We also spent about a year learning how to treat ministries as experiments. We tried learning to listen for God's guidance, to take small steps together, and to emphasize 
reflection and learning at each step along the way in an effort to practice having our ministries shaped by God's guidance and by our learning and our experience. And to be honest, this approach was actually confusing to a lot of folks. We had some good experiences. Our theme teams who did this work had a few aha moments that were delightful. But the process overall was difficult for us and we stalled. This fall, we got back into gear. This fall, I asked our pathway guiding team to return to the whole body of interview responses from when we did the congregational interviews. And it was in this process that this crystal clear picture of Davis UMC emerged. This crystal clear picture that is guiding us now. These characteristics that God has most strongly shaped in the Davis United Methodist Church are a big part of the picture. We are spirit-filled. We are welcoming and affirming. We are service and justice-oriented. These are the characteristics that came out consistently and repeatedly and overwhelmingly in the responses to our interviews. We might call this the church's DNA. Other stuff came up too, but there was simply nothing else that had the overwhelming groundswell of support that these three characteristics have. I want to say a huge thank you to the folks who came yesterday, the folks who said yes to playing with and defining these characteristics. And I want to share some of what they came up with. I want to share a fuller picture with all of you of what these characteristics look like. As the Davis United Methodist Church, we are spirit-filled. Some of what this means to us is that we trust God. We earnestly endeavor to be focused on God, guided by God. We trust that we are loved by God, and we seek to reflect that in how we love. We are inspired to grow closer to God, and this deep reliance on God's spirit doesn't come with a particular set of rules or requirements. It is something we can relax into. You might picture it this way. Imagine you are helping a kid learn to swim or that you yourself are learning to swim. There's a part of that experience that is about practicing floating, laying back and learning that the water will hold you. And with that, teacher or parent or other adult to guide you and help you be safe, you can relax into being held by the water and trust in the person who can guide and keep you safe. This is a, a picture of what it might feel like to be spirit-filled, to be trusting in God and rooted in God. As the Davis United Methodist Church, we are welcoming and affirming. Some of what this means to us is that we want to offer many ways to be in community. We want to be willing to reach outside our comfort zone in reaching out to others. We want to identify and remove any barriers to welcome. We listen and acknowledge and support everyone in a non-judgmental way. 
and in order to be the welcoming and affirming community that so many of us have experienced here, we know we need to express this through actions as well as just words. You might picture it this way. Picture the church as a great big jigsaw puzzle. Each piece fits together in its own way and has its own place, but they all come together to make the whole. Um, now, how many of you like to do jigsaw puzzles at all as a hobby or recreation? Okay, so some of you. I don't know if you're familiar with um, a brand or a puzzle maker called Artifact, Artifact Puzzles. These puzzles are, are somewhat unique. You know, many puzzles, the pieces look somewhat the same, like maybe they have two holes and two parts sticking out, whatever you call those. In an artifact puzzle, every single piece is shaped differently. There's not a single piece that's the same shape. They don't look similar at all. And I imagine that being more like the kind of puzzle the church is and the kind of welcome we offer. The other thing about the image of puzzles is that I imagine if the church's welcome is like a puzzle, it's a puzzle that does not have edges, but instead is rough puzzle pieces on the outside too, always with room for more pieces to, to hook in. As the Davis United Methodist Church, we have a strong orientation to service and justice. We want to make a difference in the world. And one of the things I love about the ways that this church consistently talks about service and justice is that we talk about them together, that these two things are inseparable in the understanding of this congregation. This is a community who reflects God's character by sharing a passion for the marginalized. We really want to work to improve conditions of suffering by caring for those in need, but also by addressing the underlying systems of injustice that cause suffering and need. In coming up with a picture or image of this, we thought about one that some of you may have seen, um, especially if you're on Facebook or on the internet. It's an uh, image of three people trying to see a ball game over a fence. And what gives them um, an equal access is that each one has a different, something different that gives them that access, a different amount of height for those of you who can't see it clearly. Um, and as the group talked yesterday, we thought that in our image of, of service and justice, we would also be tearing down the fence entirely. <laughs> in our work yesterday, our groups, our groups found deep roots and resonance for all three of these characteristics in scripture. Every one of these characteristics that God is shaping at Davis UMC is a characteristic that scripture names and explores as an aspect of faith, an aspect of God's vision for God's people. Our work as a church is to be who we are. Our work is to be the church God has shaped us to be. We know who we are. Now, the work of this church is to remember and embody these characteristics, which God has most strongly shaped in us. There will be ways for every one of you to explore and engage our DNA, to engage these characteristics. And in particular, in the coming months, we'll be asking every ministry area to participate in reflection on our church's DNA 
and on how well your ministry work is aligned with this DNA. I expect that these conversations will be earnest and creative, hopefully even playful. I expect that these conversations will be life-giving. God has created us, has formed us to be the particular community we are. This is the foundation of God's claim upon our lives. And in response to God's claim upon our lives, we seek to discern and answer God's call. This means that there are particular ways God will use us, particular ways we will work on God's behalf, ways that best fit our DNA. This work is our calling as a community, and I'm gonna talk about that more uh, week after next. If our character or our DNA is who we are, then our call is what we do. We have painted a picture of this church, a picture that has emerged so very organically from the body of people who call this church home. I hope that as you see this picture, you feel a great big yes inside. I hope you feel like, yes, this is the church I want to be a part of. This is a picture of my church. God has created and called us. God has shaped us in particular ways and calls forth particular gifts from us. As we travel forward on a pathway that God invites us to, may we be faithful to who God has created us to be. And may we live this out in the ministries God calls us to. Amen.